Hi everyone, welcome back to Cardiac Reader for Teens. For those of you who don't know, I'm Bia, and um, Cardiac Reader for Teens is starting a new thing where we're trying to do videos on Facebook instead of just the audio to make it a little more interactive and a little more fun. So hopefully that's working. Um, so we've been reading through the Gospel According to Spiritism together, and we've been going through it page by page, section by section, and right now we're still focusing on the introduction and as we've talked about the introduction is super important because although we want to skip it it contains a lot of information that's going to help us understand the rest of the book and understand where this information is coming from um how we know that this is um the truth right how we can verify that this is true what we're reading about how um definitions that can help us understand what we're reading about in the rest of the book so it's really important that we go over the introduction so in this introduction so far, we've talked about a lot of different topics already, and a few of them are um, verifying um, false news, right, like fake news versus real news. And again, not only with the teachings that we're receiving from the spirits, but with everything in our lives, right? How are we distinguishing fake news that we hear between real news that we hear? So that's an important topic we've covered. So to pick up where we left off last week, um, at the end of the second section of the introduction, um, they start with saying, the superior spirits proceed with extreme wisdom. So right there, that's one way that we've talked about um, distinguishing real facts between fake facts that we're hearing, right? Um, fake This fake news that we're hearing. So we know that the superior spirits, they're going to come to bring us that good information, that that true information that we really need to hear. But there may be frivolous spirits who are trying to trick you, or there may be spirits who think they know everything, but they don't. So they give you wrong information. But the important thing to keep in mind, right, and distinguish is, if it's really a superior spirit telling me all this information, right, are they, do they have this extreme wisdom, right? How are they going about what they're telling me? And another thing is that they never touch on on things that they know we can't understand. And that's another thing that it's stressing here. So until we're ready to hear that information, the, the um, superior spirits aren't going to tell us, right? Because how are they going to tell? It's like going up to, to a child and explaining rocket science to them, right? They, they're they not ready to understand that yet. So they're not going to understand it and it's gonna go in one ear and out the other, right? Or they might get bits and pieces or they might mix it up and they might get a different idea instead of what you're saying so those children aren't ready to hear that yet right they're not ready to hear some advanced classes that we might be taking now and so the same thing is happening right our um us as spirits compared to these superior spirits we might not be ready we might not be evolved enough to receive this information to receive this um to receive these things that they are sharing with us, right? It might be too advanced for us and go right over our head and in one ear, out the other, or we might misinterpret it because we're not there yet. And the superior spirits know that. So that's why if we have questions, oh, why didn't they tell us this? Why didn't they tell us that? It's because we're not ready for that information. We're not um, at that level to understand what they understand. And they're saying here, this is why um, they don't share everything and they still have yet to share everything with us, all of their um, knowledge, because we're not ready, right? We know we're still progressing. We're not at that state of perfection yet, so we're not ready. So if you feel like there's some things that aren't answered or you have some questions, yeah, maybe they are unanswered, right? Maybe we're waiting for that. Maybe we're preparing to be more advanced so we can know that information, but right now we're not advanced enough to understand that. And again, that is why um, they say here that if a question is premature, right? So it's 
given uh it's asked before we're ready to understand it then of course there's going to be contradicting answers and contrary ideas because we're not at that state to understand it so maybe we interpret it wrong or maybe those spirits aren't um there to understand like ready to understand it yet either so um or maybe right it's all just opinions there's no actual answer yet so that's why they're saying when a question is premature before we're ready then there will be contradicting answers and contradicting ideas because right now it's all just opinions and not one specific fact and again right not this theory is not a personal theory it's not coming from one person right it's all the spirits who are all over the place in all different countries and all different groups of people that are not related at all and receiving these same messages right that's when we can verify that this okay this is true this is how this works this is what it really is because all of these spirits all over are agreeing on the same thing so we know that that agreeance is a big part of how we see what's true and what it's not or even if it is um maybe it is true but not the whole truth right so what is the the best truth that we should be taking that we should be following and again we talked about this a lot but they say restate again it's quite evident that if one spirit says one thing and thousands of other spirits say something different we presume the truth does not lie with the one person right so again if that agree agreeance isn't there right if you if everyone isn't agreeing with that idea then we can say okay that's probably not the truth if everyone's um if if all these things are contradicting and only that one person has that idea that one spirit has that idea and again they've been saying this over and over and over again to stress how important it is right because even reading this over and over and saying these things over and over and over again people will still make that mistake right in our everyday lives we still fall for fake news all the time so we really have to focus on that and that's why they keep stressing it over and over and um they go again to say to think that one person is going to have the whole truth is illogical right not one person's going to have the whole truth it's in many spirits right all over and um so we can't just believe that oh there's this one person that has all the truth and they have all the answers meanwhile no one else has those same messages no other spirits are saying those same things so we just have to be aware of that in with these books that we're reading and we of course we know the books were already um already analyzed to that extent right to make sure that it's the accurate information but um in everything we read and everything we do in our daily lives right how are we um receiving that these messages are we just blindly accepting them are we questioning them are we checking if it makes sense if it checks with our good conscience, right so these things are very important and that's why they keep repeating this to us over and over and over again so we really get the message and sometimes again the spirits aren't ready to tell us everything because we're not ready to receive everything so sometimes if we're if we like we ask a question and the spirit doesn't have an answer then they'll say this is my opinion but we're still waiting for confirmation right so that'll be very clear like oh maybe this is my opinion but this isn't confirmed you have to wait for confirmation we have to wait for all these spirits all over the world to be getting these same messages to then go and take that as a fact right so first it could be an idea it could be an opinion but we have to wait for that that backup to truly accept it as the truth and we again in everyday life right we talked about that with science too if one person does one experiment that's great and that's a lead right that's we hope we can take that for the truth. So now we have to keep doing that experiment over and over again and keep getting those same results so we can make it a truth and not just a one case situation or an opinion or just 
something that happened one time, but something that's happened over and over and over again, because then it's much stronger, a much stronger truth. So a really interesting point that they bring up that I want to read here, it says, God desires that his law be set upon an immovable base, so do not trust these fundamentals to only one fragile being. Right? So God wants us all to be aware of these laws, right? And these laws are the laws. So how is he going to assign all the truth to this one person that is so fragile, right? That can alter the truth or that can be, um, can be destroyed, right? Can be put in prison, can be sent away because of the opposition that it gets, right? People don't want to hear that. So then they'll, they'll put that person away um, in jail or something. And then that locks up all of the truth, right? All of God's truth is in that one person. Now that one person we can't reach. So that wouldn't make sense, right? So God wanted to be an immovable base that we can't alter, we can't change, which is why we each have the the laws of God, right? In in our conscious, we each have that with us. It's about um, us evolving and unlocking those things and realizing those things for ourselves. And that's why those more evolved spirits are coming to help us, right? Have this um, this awareness and open up to these to these ideas because we have them within us, right? And they're just helping us express this. But that's why it's a widespread thing and it can't be with one person because why would all of God's laws just vanish with one person, right? It's a consistent thing that, right? Immovable. We can't move it. We can't change it because it's everywhere. There's, there's too much of it, right? To be able to, to change it or destroy it, right? There's just no way. And again, they bring up that, yeah, there will be people, right? We all have this, these, um, laws of God right within us we all know these laws but there will be people who go against it and there will be people who have their own opinions their own ideas even if they don't mean to right they subconsciously have their own ideas that are contradicting these laws of that um, God's laws but they say we ourselves will fall if we try to substitute our own ideas for those of God so right even if right there's a person or even if it's ourself and we're contradicting the these laws of God that that we know right or that we're we're working to know if we're contradicting going against them then right we're going to fall like they're saying we're going to fall to our and because that's not true right how can our ideas compare to god's right we know that god knows um all and has really figured out all of these um these laws that we're talking about so if someone tries to come up with their own ideas and go against it they will fall so there's no reason to to worry about those people who oppose to it because the people who believe in it and um, the fact that it is everywhere and always around us and immovable um, is more powerful than that one person's ideas or opinions. And they go on to say that what is the opinion of one person, right? The opinion of one person is like a drop of water in the ocean, right? How are you going to, what is that drop of water going to do in this whole big ocean, right? So that one little opinion, yeah, it might, um, go against what we believe in, but that will be fixed, right? That will be um, taken care of because that one opinion isn't going to spread very far um, in that big ocean of all these opinions thinking the uh, in agreeance, right? So we know, but if we have so many drops of water that we're creating the whole ocean, right? Then we can say, oh yeah, this is the truth, right? But that one little drop that's a different opinion isn't going to really affect um, us, but we have to be open to not um, to not coincide with that one drop of water that might be a different opinion or a bad opinion or maybe just a little bit incorrect, right? Almost the truth, but a little bit incorrect, right? So we 
need to make sure that we're analyzing so we are picking the real truth and not this fake truth or fake news or whatever is being spread to us. And now they end off the section talking about universal opinion, right? So opinion, the universal opinion, like they said, like a supreme judge of one which is pronounced last being formed from all the individual opinions. So right, so we're getting all these individual opinions from all these different spirits, all these different people from all over the world. But this last universal opinion is like going to the Supreme Court, right? So it's been so this like right this opinion has been in all different types of courts all different trials and it's been moving up to the supreme the supreme court right the supreme judge and then piecing all together all those different little truths and again some might be close to the same truth but a little bit different so what are we taking as the actual universal opinion the universal truth right and that's that again what is being most um, widespread, that opinion that we are all agreeing on, right? And we'll take that as a universal truth, that last, um, that last look at all of those opinions. But of course, that's good. That takes time, right? So we might be in a state where there are a bunch of opinions and there's not a universal truth yet because we're still waiting to get more agreements and we're still waiting to hear what more spirits and what more people have to say. So that doesn't mean that an idea is bad just because it doesn't have this agreement, but maybe we need to wait for this agreement to happen, right? We need to um, see if more people start agreeing with it. And if not, then maybe there is something wrong with that opinion. And we might make this mistake ourselves, right? Saying wrong ideas. Or the information that's being spread to us might be these um, these wrong ideas. So we just have to be very careful in our day-to-day -day lives with, um, with the fake news and the real news that we're hearing. And again, don't worry if there's false news because false is never going to prevail, right? It's never going to overcome the truth, right? The truth will come out at one point or another. So even if we know that someone um, is saying the false thing, but they don't want to believe you, right? There's even if it feels like there's nothing you can do, don't worry because right, the false truth, uh, the false truth will not prevail, right? It's not going to overpass the actual truth, right? The truth will come out eventually, and so that's important to keep in mind. So that's the end of the second section of the introduction, and next week we'll go to the third section, which is about historical facts, and I find this section really important because it gives definitions for a lot of words and a lot of different groups of people that we might not know of. So when we're reading the book and we hear words like the Samaritans, who are the Samaritans? What does that mean to us, right? And um, so this third part is really important so we can understand these different groups of people and these different um, and these different definitions. So when we're reading it, we understand, oh yeah, that that means this group of people or, um, or this means has this definition and that makes it a lot easier to understand what Jesus was saying at that time right with vocab that was much different than ours today but before we leave off I'd like to read this little message from this book Endearing Gems by Chico Xavier and it's titled Spiritism it says Spiritism in fact frees the imprisoned conscious but it is the gospel that teaches what to do with the acquired freedom so right here, right, that's exactly what we were saying, how we have those those, um, those laws of God in our conscious, right? And spiritism is here to open that up, right? To unlock this conscious, to let us um, find that truth and find those laws. And the gospel, right? The gospel according to spiritism that we're reading, um, that we're reading and that we're going to be reading for a while is to help us figure out what to do with that 
that freedom, right? That conscious, that freedom of our conscious. So again, so that's what we're going to be working on. And I feel like that's a really powerful thing, right? To be able to open up our conscious to these new ideas and also figure out what we can do with that, right? Not only do we read it, do we know it, but what do we do to put that into our lives to make ourselves better, right? And that's the part that we need, that last step of actually applying it to our lives and actually making um, a difference in our lives. So that's where we'll leave off today. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, anything at all, feel free to comment or email me at cardicreaderforteens at gmail.com and I'll get back to you right away. I'm Bia and this has been Cardic Reader for Teens. Thank you all for listening.